the game is over and you want more. When the news breaks and you want more. When you wake up and you want more. It's highlights, it's breakdowns, it's analysis, it's opinion, it's curbside reaction. Your next day post-game podcast and it starts now. Stuff, uh, tough to get behind and stuff to chase the game always, right? So um, I thought the guys did a good job in the second period, come back at one. Uh, give us a chance going to the third, and um, we probably just didn't have that much of a push there in the third as we as we needed, and uh, they were able to capitalize and obviously really take control at that point. Uh, we're playing a lot of tough teams coming up right now, and uh, we're going to need to find a way to, to dig deep and get some points. Um, none of the games are going to be easy. That's that's uh, the expectation of the group, and uh, you know you don't want to go down three one there in the first like that. Uh, you want to keep it a tight game, and um, you know where you're not battling back, and if you are, it's it's. You know, even one goal, one zero or something. If you're down one, it uh, feels a lot better than even three two because you kind of don't feel great when you're giving up a couple. So um, you just got to find ways to, to get a good start uh, and and just uh, build a game for for the full sixty. Well, that was Justin Falk who returned to the lineup after missing the last twelve games to injury, and the St. Louis Blues fell to the Winnipeg Jets last night by a score of four to two. The Blues now have only won one of their last five games, having lost to Nashville, Toronto, Detroit, and Winnipeg. The only win came as that four-nothing win over the New York Islanders, and they've dropped back to four games over 500, now with a record of 30, 26, and two, 62 points. And with a Nashville win over the Ottawa Senators, the Blues have dropped to six points out of a playoff spot. Hello, everybody. I'm Chris Kerber, and welcome into Curbside Reaction, your next day postgame podcast featuring everything St. Louis Blues as the Blues opened up a really difficult back-to-back set of games with Winnipeg last night, and tonight will be the Edmonton Oilers, and the St. Louis Blues fell by a score of 4-2. They cut a two-goal lead twice to one goal. They had power play chances to tie it up. They couldn't get the power play goal to equalize and just couldn't quite clean up enough of the game to prevent some turnovers that were pulled out of the back of the net. Let's get you to the highlights from last night's game. DeMello to Morrissey. Drive on. Loose puck to the middle. Blues can't clear. Morrissey keeps it in. Now Healers going back. They shoot and score. Monahan over the shoulder of Hofer. one nothing Winnipeg. 11.07 to go, first period. Shoot, score! Dylan on a slap shot from the blue line. Hofer didn't see it coming. 2-0 Winnipeg. Now off of Butchnevich it goes, and Thomas finding Kyra to Butchnevich with a shot just wide. Wrap around by Thomas, put on. Ambrosois gets the save. Blues to Scandella, shoot, rebound, they score! Pavel Butchnevich with a quick answer for the Blues. Makes it a 2-1 game, 9-10 to go, period number one. Saad with a chance to clear on a second effort, gets it out to Kapanen. Nice play over the line, puts it into the skates though, but Saad has lost, it's coming back. Kyle Connor, he's in and he shoots, he scores! 3-1 Winnipeg. Blue line turnover on the offensive side. Pick it out of your net in your own end. And the Winnipeg Jets have regained the two-goal lead, it's 3-1. 4-27 to play in the first period. Jen spins it in down low. They get it to the front for neighbors. They shoot. They score. Brandon Saad found the rebound. As neighbors had crashed the net, and they're back within one again. It's a 3-2 game. 
10.57 to play, second period. Jets strip it, walk it in, shoot it wide, rebound, score! Four to two, Winnipeg, 9.47 to go, third period. Shen gets it back for the Blues, into the far side, Blues have it. Neighbors with a drive wider than net, and that'll do it. They battled in the end, they scrapped and clawed. But the Blues lose to the Winnipeg Jets 4-2 with sloppy plays at the blue line tonight in Winnipeg. You know, we scoring, we score, there are chances we don't. So if he doesn't play that bad, first period, we have chances, but we score, we don't. And, you know, we're down two, two goals, it's try to come on back. Yeah, but just doesn't mean anything. You can shoot from from the corner every whole game and, like, you're not going to score. So, but we have chances today and we got to score in the right time and hopefully get the result. I think overall, I don't think it's that bad game comparable to Detroit. But, you know, still got to be better. Hopefully start on time tomorrow and uh, get the result. Trying to play right way right now, find the way uh, our game and... Uh, Simplify our game and uh, you know try to f- play for the team and uh, you know hopefully get a result. Well, that's Blues forward Pavel Butchnevich who picked up his team leading 23rd goal in the game, but the St. Louis Blues still fell to the Winnipeg Jets by a score of four to two. Well, there were a lot more positives in the game last night than the Blues saw on Saturday afternoon in Detroit, but not enough to get the win. Here's the head coach of your St. Louis Blues, Drew Bannister. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, find find ourselves chasing the game early on. Um, you know, we had some opportunities in the first offensively where we didn't convert. Um, but you know, look, I thought there was there was two mistakes in the game that made the difference um, on the third goal, and then obviously on the fourth goal. Um, you know, we gave ourselves an opportunity in the second with a real good second to get ourselves back into the game, and then we make that mistake, and, and we don't have an opportunity to tie it up at the end. But uh, um, Certainly a better effort, but um, we still got to find more from our group. You know, obviously we can't we can't find ourselves down against good teams or or, or any teams, and, and uh, it just makes it you know difficult to fight yourself back into that hockey game. About their goals, that punches have to go deep. Yeah, I think so. It's just you know whether it's a self chip, um, you know, get ourselves into a four check. Uh, you know, again, we find ourselves in trouble when we play in front of D and not behind them. Uh, I thought when we forechecked, we did a good job in the second period uh, where we got pucks deep. And, you know, the one goal, the second goal that we scored was, was off a forecheck. We were able to get it deep. We got a stick on it and then create a rebound, and uh, it's in the back of the net. That's Blues head coach Drew Bannister. After the game, we talked about some of the errors in the contest that the Blues found in the back of their net. Sometimes it's just cleaning up the little details. And that's where we started with Mike McKenna. You have to manage the puck. You have to manage the game at the blue lines. And if if the Blues had, if they had executed and paid attention to the details the way that they'd like to, this could have been a two to one game in favor of the St. Louis Blues right. if they hadn't given pucks away. If they hadn't let uh, things get out of their own control. And, and you think about like Brassois at the other end. I mean, how many big saves did he have to make tonight? He had a couple. I mean, the Blues could have eked out a couple more goals. I think a power play was probably a weak point tonight. It wasn't there. 0 for 6 on the power play. Uh, but we knew you knew going into this game it was going to be a 5-on-5. Five five, and over the last you know, three years or so, the Jets have just simply dominated the Blues in that way. But you look at the look at this second period. The Blues were a really strong team in the second period. Yep. They started to get pucks deep. They started to generate chances. They got a couple of rushes. And they get that game to 3-2. to two. 
but then they come out flat in the third again. You know, and, and you just you can't have those big lulls in your game going against, especially a top team, but any team in the NHL. If you if you want to bring it against them, it's got to be consistent and through the lineup. And unfortunately, tonight you just had too many unforced errors from the Blues. You had too much passive play in the defensive zone. They got hemmed in too often, and and some of those players, some of the skilled players on like Winnipeg, you, the, the Connors of the world, the Monahans of the world, that have been really hot for them, they capitalized on it. These games will feel maybe more frustrating, maybe more important, and the reality is they are because of the situation you're in. Yeah. Coming up to play the Winnipeg Jets and losing in Winnipeg, a lot of teams are doing that this year. Winnipeg is now 21-7-2 on home ice. It's just when you feel the pressure of the situation you put yourself in that it makes that much of a difference. You're going to see the Blues, who played a better game this way, I think still play even better tomorrow against Edmonton because there are aspects to build back upon that weren't there the last game. So that that's a it, – it, 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 it just doesn't turn around on a dime. Mm-hmm. And it's not – and we're not just talking about a turnaround from one game, Mike. We're, we're, we're really talking about a turnaround from the last 10 or 11. They won five in a row and now lost six of their last 11 right. after that. So it's – it, it was aspects of the game that were kind of in there a little bit, even during the winning streak, that are now biting you on the losing side. Well, and I can you can just watch the game and see the simplest areas. You know, Nathan Walker doesn't have a lot of ice time, but, man, he goes out and he just chips a puck deep, and it results in 40 seconds worth of offensive zone pressure for the Blues. You know, why can't your top lines do that, simply? That's what's going to be the message in the locker room. That's reality. When the coaches go in there and they say, Here's this guy that we're given eight minutes a night, ten minutes a night, and he's doing the little things the right way. Why can't we all do this and win hockey games? That's, that's what comes across. And, and you're right, though. I mean, look at Winnipeg now. This team is 16-3-1 against Central Division teams. Are they good? Sure. Are they invincible? Absolutely not. They're not at all. They just they play the right way, and you can take a page out of that book if you're the Blues and how, how often they, the whole game they had pressure coming on. They had pucks going deep into their zone. Hofer had to handle the puck a ton. Brossois hardly did. That's because the Jets kept moving the puck forward, not east-west. Blues had too much east-west, and it resulted in turnovers that went the other direction. All right, what do you have for the Bud Light three stars of the game? Oh, actually, real quick, let's uh, – big game for Joe Hofer coming home to play in in front of his family. Decent game. Not a great game from, from, from Hofer, I think, by even his own standards. Um, uh, but but still a fun one for a young 23-year-old in his first full season in the league. Yeah, you're cr- I'm sure he's pretty crestfallen after this to walk out. And, and he played he played okay. You know, he didn't have a bad game. He didn't have a great game. But it, it's a disappointing factor for the Blues in general to look at your goaltender who's well, from quick, this city. I, I will say, know. if the Blues are still giving up way too many grade-A chances, the play in front of the goaltender still is not the quality that you need to see. You're asking the goaltenders to make grade A save after grade A save, and he made a couple of mm-hmm. beauties tonight uh, in that scenario there. So, um, you know, you clean up more in the defensive zone in front of your goaltenders. The Blues have two goaltenders here, but even so, you know the young man was excited to get yep. out there tonight. Yep, yeah, and so, I mean, it's – it's the first one out of the way of many in this building too, Curbs. Yep. You know, especially with the Winnipeg Jets being a Central Division opponent. So it was a big night, but it's also, boy, you wish your team could show up more for your goaltender when it's a situation like this. So he'll have another chance at it. The Blues will as well. Uh, should we go to our three stars here, Curbs? We've got uh, 
It's, it's a tough one tonight because for the St. Louis Blues, it, it really wasn't a real standout. I did like Braden Shen's game, though. He may not have had a point in the game, but so had a fight, hard hat, played hard. Uh, we're going to give him the third star without a point. I think he deserves it. On the other side there, I think you're going to look at um, Brendan Dillon was, was really, really good in the defensive zone as well, scoring a goal for the Winnipeg Jets. And then first star of the game, Sean Monahan coming back for the Jets, scored his sixth goal in nine games since coming over from the Montreal Canadiens. He was all over the ice for them. They had other candidates. So uh, those are my three stars. I'm going to go for the old Joey Vitale work boots here. And, um, you know, for the St. Louis Blues, Jake Neighbors was another one. Shen and Neighbors, to me, were the two that drove the bus for the Blues. They were always in the fight the whole game, weren't rewarded on the score sheet. But I think Jake Neighbors fits that bill this evening. Thank you, Mike. Let's check in now with Tim Woodburn, a veteran broadcaster of 12 seasons of hockey play-by-play. He lives in St. Louis. He's a lifelong St. Louis. And Tim Woodburn also covered major and minor league sports for 30 years. Here's his thoughts on last night's game. Well, Chris, the boogeyman in the Blues closet is certainly the Winnipeg Jets. They haven't beaten them all year. They really haven't beaten them a whole lot at all anywhere since they beat them in the playoffs the year they won the Stanley Cup. Once again, I'll tell you, it's an incredible trend. The Blues dig themselves a big hole early, down 2-0, 10 and a half minutes into the game. They play catch-up hockey. They are not a catch-up hockey team at all. And when they have the lead, it's great. They hold on to it. When they have to play, come from behind, they just don't have it in them. They don't have the oomph get it done and they've got about 20 games to fix that because if they make the playoffs it's going to require that and you just have this sickening feeling in your stomach when you see the blues fall behind by a goal or two because you just know it's rare that they're going to come back and make a game of it they did make a game of it they cut the lead to one twice but not able to get that equalizer for curbside reaction this is tim woodburn tim thank you very much and well couple of key takeaways to pull out of the game last night for the St. Louis Blues. One related to the game on the ice, one related to the game off the ice. The one related to the game on the ice, it really just comes down to simplifying the game for the St. Louis Blues. It's a team that still likes to go on the rush. Drew Bannister has talked about it, but you've seen the impact, and you even saw it last night's game when the Blues got the puck in deep and went in on the forecheck versus the rush. The challenge the Blues are having with the rush right now is the old term of one and done. They get the puck in the offensive zone. They fire the puck at the net. A rebound gets passed to whoever's going towards the net, and the other team comes right back out with the puck. The Blues just aren't from their top lines getting enough offensive zone time to build offense and to leave the next line in a better position. And a lot of times, the St. Louis Blues are having to dump the puck in just to change lines because of fatigue and how the line changes and shifts have gone. So a big issue for the St. Louis Blues is still getting through that mental aspect. And that's one of the reasons you've also seen the turnovers at the blue line as well. If you get the puck in deep and you use the speed to go get it back, you get a chance to get increased zone time. You make a play to a covered man at the blue line, it's knocked down, the other team goes the other way, and it's a goal against. That's what bit the Blues last night. From a bigger picture standpoint, my goodness, has it been a heck of a swing. So just five games ago, the St. Louis Blues who are coming off of a win against the Edmonton Oilers on home ice, had a chance to beat the Nashville Predators and increase their lead to six points and hold on to the second wildcard spot and be challenging L.A. for the top wildcard spot. Boy, what a difference just five games make. They lose to Nashville, and instead of a six-point lead, it's a two-point lead. That's followed by the loss to Toronto. You did get the win over the Islanders, and now back-to-back losses in Detroit and in Winnipeg. And instead of a six-point lead, or maybe growing it, 
The St. Louis Blues sit six points out. A 12-point total swing over the course of those five games for the St. Louis Blues. Now, they still have two games in hand. They still have a head-to-head game against the teams they're battling with and against the Nashville Predators. But the Blues, in a really tough road swing here, are going to have to find a way to get some wins, whether they're expected or not. They go to Edmonton to play the Oilers tonight, home against Minnesota on Saturday, in Philadelphia on Monday, and then the whole next week in the Northeast against the Islanders, Devils, Rangers, and Boston. That's going to be a tough road trip that clearly will define the season for the St. Louis Blues. But before they get to that, they got to take care of business tonight against Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers. So we'll see if the Blues can get back on track, and we'll have another curbside reaction for you after tonight's game. The St. Louis Blues fall to the Winnipeg Jets last night by a score of 4-2. I'm Chris Kerber. Thanks for tuning in to Curbside Reaction. Thanks for downloading it. I appreciate you listening, and we will see you at the rink.